your host and the head witch in charge here at Holisticism. And today, okay, I'm going to get a little experimental. (laughs) What if I just like started spoken word? Like, (laughs) no, just kidding. I'm not going to do that, but I am kind of like, I've got a lot of ideas floating around in my brain. I also have like five pages worth of notes and this podcast is only supposed to be like max 15 minutes. So let's just see what happens. But I want to talk about free versus paid content. And I see this differently. I didn't know that spatial synesthesia was a thing until a couple of months ago. That's how I've always seen the world is sort of like energetically or spatially as sort of things almost like planets or entities impacting each other. And so when I think of an intuitive business or anything really, I almost think of it as an ecosystem. And when I think about free content versus paid content in an ecosystem, I think about them not as two separate things, but as two aspects or energies that deeply affect each other, like instantly and immediately, as opposed to two separate silos that are like existing on different planes and are not communicating with each other at all. And I get lots of questions from students and in my DMs about like making free content and how much is too much to make and how much are we supposed to make? And what if I feel bad making free content? Like I feel like I'm getting taken advantage of. I hear this stuff a lot and I've come to like, in my mind, I've never really put the words to this because it sounds so weird, but (laughs) hopefully you'll understand. In my mind, I view these two energies paid content and free content as like vibrations or frequencies. And when one is off or out of balance, that's when it doesn't feel good. That's when it's discordant. It's like when you hit the wrong note, right? And that's when we start to feel like we're getting taken advantage of, like we're making a ton of content and no one's buying or no one's really resonating with the content that we're making. We're not growing our community. We're not growing our audience. We're not seeing the gains in our bank account. And when we get exhausted and burnt out, And I have totally been there. Like I've been all those things. As a projector, bitterness is my birthright. And I have been very bitter before when I've been making what I think is so valuable, so much stuff. And then I get like it used to happen a lot when I was making the free newsletter. When I started holisticism, I would, you know, spend hours making this thing for free. I didn't ask for anything in return. It took me so long. And I like, you know, had a full-time job and I was just so tired and I just wanted people to like it. And then when someone would like give me a gnarly piece of criticism that just was mean and didn't feel good, you know, it wasn't like, oh, you spelled this wrong or blah, blah, blah. It was like, you're a bitch, <laughs> which is, which happens. I would get so mad. I'd be like, first off, fuck you. Second, fuck you. (laughs) Third, what the fuck? Like I make all this free content for you and you repay me by like just trolling me. Like, come on, dude. I don't ask for anything. Like, I can't believe that you would be so just rude. And whenever I had those moments is when I knew, okay, boundaries been crossed for me. Something's feeling discordant. I'm not feeling good about this anymore. So I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to do something different. And normally what happens is we're making free content that doesn't communicate to our paid content. I guess you could say the same thing. We're making paid content that doesn't speak to our free content. Or we're making 
you can insert paid content. You can say a product, you can say a service, but I'm going to say paid content because there are a lot of course creators and membership site owners who really feel confused about free content because they're making paid content and they don't know how to discern between the two. So when your paid content doesn't speak to your free content, when it's not on the same vibration or frequency, whatever, or like it's not the same blood type, you can think of it that way, and it's in the same body, guess what? Things start to break down. It doesn't work. You get sick. It's not good. Those two energies have to be at the same level. They have to be like an energetic match. They have to be the same in order to feel good and to work smoothly. They have to be the same tone or the same pitch in order to make the song sound good, right? So if you're feeling like, ugh, that dis-ease, that discomfort, that like discordant, icky sound from the free content that you're making, if you're feeling burnt out by it, that's a really good time to like pump the brakes and say, okay, first off, I shouldn't feel that way. This ain't it. (laughs) Second, where do I need to adjust? Where do I need to like come back to my center and make these two things speak to each other. And I'm going to give you some suggestions because in order to make paid content, in order to have a course or a membership, you, you have to make free content. You have to make free content. You just have to. And it should be a delight. It should be so fun to make free content. I think it's so fun. I mean, content marketing is the number one way to convert people to any product or service. Content marketing, as you probably know, is things like Instagram and podcasts and magazine articles and blog posts and ebooks, all the things, right? YouTube channels and YouTube videos. Content marketing is content, right? Not a commercial that markets a product or a service. And it doesn't have to be super obvious, but it also can be, you know, a little obvious, like a sponsored commercial or an ad break, or when you see hashtag ad on Instagram and sort of side segue, I notice that sometimes I get butt hurt when I'm like scrolling on IG on some of my favorite creators. And I like see that they've got a bunch of ads up and I'm like, Ugh, ads, but then I like need to check myself and be like, Pelazon, dude, this person has been making free content for you on this app forever. They show up every day or almost every day and deliver stuff that you like watching, that you like ingesting, because if you didn't like it, you wouldn't be following them. So even if you like hate follow them, you're still following them. You're still taking that content in. It's still entertaining you. And in order for them to do that, they have to get paid. They have to. And if I'm not willing to pay them, meaning that I don't want to like support their Patreon or support their OnlyFans or join their membership community, if I'm not willing to pay them direct to sort of opt into like the HBO version, right, which would be the ad-free version or the sponsorship-free version of their content, if I'm not willing to pay that, then I have to be okay with their ads. And in fact, I should be really grateful that they have sponsorships and ads because that means that they can continue to bankroll this free content that they're making. And so, I don't know, I just feel like we need a little bit of an attitude adjustment around ads and sponsorships. It's something that like I hear with podcasts that people are like, oh man, there's so many ads in that podcast. And I'm just like, you know, it costs money to make this thing, right? And like so many people are not going to pay for the product or they're not going to pay for the service or they're not going to opt into the Patreon channel or blah, blah, blah. And it's amazing and beautiful when people do. It's, it's awesome. It's so important. But we have to understand that like a very large percentage of people who are taking in free content have no 
interest in converting to being paid customers. And so in order to put out amazing, high-quality, free content, ads and sponsorships are really important and they shouldn't be vilified. We shouldn't be feel like they're so ick. You know, this is a media model as old as time. When we look at TV commercials, when we had like regular TV, right? You would see commercials because you're not paying extra for like the ad-free version. And so if you don't want the commercials, then you go to HBO, then you go to Hulu, then you go to Netflix, right? That's totally fine. That's an option for you. But we can't be mad when the commercials pop up on, you know, Sports Center or whatever. I don't know. I don't I don't have a TV. But like you get what I'm saying. So okay. Segue, side note over, but that's just something to think about, maybe, and that might reframe for you. You know, it costs us a lot of money to make this podcast. And that's not like to make people feel bad or like be like, whoa, is us. We love making it. And it's like amazing. And also we recognize that what bankrolls this podcast is our paid products that we have, you know, our membership community, the courses that we host, our paid newsletter, like all of these things contribute to us being able to increase our budget to make more free content, more value, provide more value to more people. And to have a more equitable business. And when I go back and say ecosystem, this is what I mean because we're not just helping the people who pay us, we're helping people who don't pay us, who have no intention of paying us, who maybe don't have the money or just they feel entitled to not have to pay us and and they don't have to. It's fine. (laughs) It's all good. We're going to make this anyways because it's important to us. It's important that we get information and knowledge and wisdom out in the world that's helped us. And if it can help just one person, like create the life of their dreams, that's worth it and amazing and incredible. And we have to acknowledge that on the flip side of that, in order to make this at the caliber that we want to make it, it costs us money. Even if we didn't have an editor, even if we didn't have, you know, me scripting it or Wallace coming up with the ideas for it or the time that it takes to schedule our guests to come in and all that good stuff. Even if we wiped all that away, if we made it the leanest version of the podcast we could, even if I just sat down to this mic and I talked into the mic for 30 minutes without a plan, that's still 30 minutes of my time that is really valuable. So that's all to say that when you're thinking about making free and paid content, I want you to think about how your paid content is paying into your free content. And when you first get started, you might not have money, right? You might not be making a lot of money or income from your paid content or the product or the service that you're selling. And that's okay because guess what? Lots of companies start with investors, right? Lots of companies are not revenue positive from the jump. They're not bootstrapped. They go out to an investor, to either an individual or to an institutional, and they say, can you give us some money so that we can get started on this thing? And then once we get started on this thing, we'll get the ball rolling and then we'll start getting paid and then we'll pay you back. I mean, like that's the most basic version of investing. So if you're not making money from your paid content yet, think of yourself as your own investor. You are investing in yourself, your daddy investor. It's a fucking baller move, personally, I think. And oh, if you, especially if you have like a day job or a full-time job, you're definitely an investor in your own business because you're taking the money that you make from your day job or your full-time job or your side hustle or whatever it is, and you're investing it into your business. And I would say keep general track of how you're investing, like the money that you're spending because you're going to pay yourself back. But also like, wow, that is so cool. That is so cool that you're an investor in your own business. You're basically an angel investor, which I think is just awesome. But 
that makes to me the, all the difference in the world, thinking about how these two things are connected and how they like, I'm almost, I'm holding my hands up, up like scales almost, how they sort of balance each other out and create equilibrium. And when you first get started, you're going to have to put a little bit more behind your free content. You're going to have to make a little bit more free content. You're going to have to show up at first for people, maybe when they're not paying attention to you. And you're going to have to create that know, like, and trust factor. That's what free content does. It helps people understand who you are and your perspective and what to expect from you. And it also creates a relationship with your community, which is effectively what we're doing all the time, right? And The thing about free content is that you need to make it consistently and it has to be high quality because you are setting an expectation. You're creating a relationship with your community and with your potential future customers and that you're telling them what to expect from you, right? It's just like dating. (laughs) So, you know, when you go on a date with someone at first, you're just getting information about them. You're getting little pieces to sort of plug those pieces into the puzzle of this three-dimensional version of who they are. And every experience you have with them, every date you go on, every interaction tells you more and gives you a better idea of what you can expect from them what you can expect from their personality or their temper or the way they communicate. You know, when you go on a date with someone and the waiter spills ice water on your lap and the date like yells at the waiter, that's a red flag, right? But it would be totally a different sign if they say, oh my gosh, don't worry about it. If they help you like wipe off your pants, you know, your ice lap and they're like a kind, gentle person. And instead of getting upset, they just jump into like helper mode. All of a sudden you can start to picture your future with that person. And you see, you can extrapolate that experience to potentially other future experiences you might have. I know that if someone yelled at a waiter at a restaurant, I'd be like, I'm next. I mean, like it's only a matter of time before you yell at me over something stupid. But if they are kind and generous and patient, I know, oh, wow, I'm safe to be vulnerable with this person. I'm safe to be myself. I'm safe to make mistakes because they're an understanding human. And that's the type of person I want to continue and build a future with, right? Or continue on a path with. And that's what we're doing when we're making free content. We're helping people get to understand us and know what to expect from us. And what we want them to expect is amazing quality, resonance, like feeling like we speak the same language, like we vibe, like we care about the same stuff, like we have the same ethics or morals or worldview and respect, mutual respect, and also mutual appreciation and love because that's what makes a relationship work, right? Like, yeah, you might be totally have the hots for them and that's great. You might be infatuated with them at first, but if you don't have mutual respect and mutual love, then you're never going to get through the hard times. And you're not going to have a long-term relationship. You might burn like hot and fast (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with a one night stand. But to me, that's not the type of relationship that I want to create in my business or with my community. I'm here for the long haul. I'm not just here to like burn out and, you know, take your money and run. That's not it for me. I want to create relationships that last and that I get to see and contribute to people's growth over time. And they get to in turn contribute to mine. To me, that's the point. That's the reason. That's an intuitive business, right? Because it's not just about one thing. It's not just about the revenue. It's not just about fame. It's not just about followers. It's about like mutual respect and mutual evolution. So you're like, okay, but tell me what, what is the difference between free and paid content other than people paying for your content, right? Well, 
This is a question I get a ton because I have so many course creators and membership, people who own membership communities in the Holisticism Hub, and it can be complicated. So this is a good rule of thumb that I learned from my teacher. Free content is the what. Paid content is the how. So free content is when you are telling people or teaching people about an idea, right? So like, for example, let's get super meta. This podcast episode, I'm teaching you the what. I'm teaching you what free content is and what paid content is and how it works in your business, right? And if I were to make a paid version of this, I would teach you how to make free content, right? Or I could teach you how to make paid content and how to make both those things work in your business. So general rule of thumb, free content is the what, paid content is the how. Remember when I said, I think about these two aspects, free content and paid content as energy or frequencies that have to sort of be matching. So if we think about them as sort of matching energies, that means that our free content, the what, and our paid content, the how, have to speak to the same topic. So I wouldn't make free content on pulling tarot cards if my paid content was closet organization, right? If I was like teaching a class on closet organization, I wouldn't be pulling tarot cards on my Instagram as the free content I was making to attract in my audience, right? That would not be it because that would be so confusing. People would be like, wait, I thought you were, you've been showing us you're a tarot card reader. You've been like making lead magnets to show us how amazing you are at reading tarot and teaching people to read tarot. I've been following your newsletter and you talk about tarot all the time, but all of a sudden now you're selling a closet organization system. Like that's weird. I don't trust you in that arena of my life. I trust you in the arena of tarot. So we need our free content and our paid content to speak to each other. So if I'm making free content on the tarot, that's the what I'm teaching about tarot. What is tarot? What do the cards mean? Then I want to create paid content on the how of tarot. Maybe it's like how to pull tarot spreads for yourself, how to find the perfect tarot deck for your practice, how to use tarot in your intuitive business, right? And so my free content is teeing up my audience or my community or my consumers or my potential future customers to desire that how. Because eventually, after they learn about the value of the tarot, after they learn about how they can use tarot, after they learn about what tarot is, and they really understand it, they're going to want more, right? They're going to want to understand how to really integrate this in their lives. And that's where the how comes in. And that's how I can teach them. And the thing is with content in general, and something that's really important to remember is that there's nothing new out there. There's nothing new under the sun. Same thing in wellness. Everything in wellness has cycled around at some point. There's nothing new. There's just new branding. And that's the thing. There's nothing new. There's just new branding. And you're the branding. (laughs) There's nothing new. There's just new people talking about it. There's just new perspectives on it. There's just new stories attached to it. What I teach about intuitive business, I'm sure people have taught before, maybe using different words, maybe using different tools. But at the root of it, I'm talking about the energy of being in community and helping your community and also like expanding yourself, self-actualizing through your work. That's not new. I'm not smart enough to come up with that by myself. That's an amalgamation of 
all the things that I've learned in real life, all the books I've read, all the teachers I've studied with, all the jobs I've had. And that information doesn't come from me. And be wary of anyone who says, I don't have a teacher. I came up with this method. This isn't based on anything. I just got this deep download that this is the way because that's not true. Like everything comes from something. Everything's inspired by something. And <laughs> got a little heated right there. And what's more important than like, you know, a proprietary brand new way of doing things is the way in which you do it, the way that you tell the story, the way that you as the creator, as the photographer, as the writer, as the speaker, as the podcast host, the way that you tell the story, the way that you display that information, the way that you teach, the way that you show up, the way that you're vulnerable with your community and audience. Because guess what? There are a ton of people probably saying really similar things to me, but they're not me. They don't have my story. They don't have my adoration and love of the fuck word. They don't have my relationship with my partner, which is the thing that like motivates me every day. They don't have my past in history with epilepsy or my past with startups in tech or my past as a creator and as an artist, as a modern dancer. They don't have my family. They don't have my relationships with my students that have taught me and changed me and helped me learn. They don't have that. And so that is where I shine and where you can shine is by sharing your unique experience. And I know, again, this isn't new. If you follow anyone who's a creator who inspires other creators, this is what everyone says. You just have to be yourself. But that's the thing because you can't just create new information. There isn't. That's an oxymoron. There's not new information floating around out there. It's all there. It's just the way that you package it. So People who will stand out in this world, people who will successfully make free content that gets them paid, that transitions to paid content, people who will build communities are the ones who are going to create real brands, real vulnerability, who are really going to be themselves, who are going to own their stories and their personalities and run with it and like be unapologetic about who they are. And when you do that, and you continue to make free content consistently and with high value, with high integrity, people will see you. They will resonate with what you do. And they'll resonate with your message. The right people will. And so you'll start to see as people resonate that you'll get more followers or you'll get more people on your email list or you'll get more people asking you questions. And that's so rewarding. And then they'll start asking you like, wait, I want to pay you. <laughs> like, wait, I want to like, do you teach this anywhere else? Where can I like go buy this class? Or do you do one-on-one -on -one coaching? And then that will lead into your paid content. And that's when you really got the ball rolling. And it's sort of, sort of this flywheel effect. And once you go, it's really fun. It's really fun to get going and it pays off. And the cool thing about it is that when you make content, you can make really accessible content, obviously free content that helps lots of people who maybe can't afford what you do right now. And you can also still get paid. It's still possible because there are plenty of people who are paying attention to what you're doing, who are resonating with what you're doing and who want to go deeper, who want to know the how, who want to learn it from you. So, okay, that's all. That's it. I really tried to keep this short, but I couldn't do it because I got too excited. So big takeaways are you're your own investor when you first get started and you're making free content. That's a fucking baller move. You're a daddy investor. We love to see it. 
Free content is the what. Paid content is the how. You need free and paid content in your life, especially if you've got a course or a membership. You have to be putting out free content because you need to tell people the what, right? You need to tell them about this paid offering that you have and why it's so important, why it's so valuable, why it's so necessary in their lives. Because often we need to educate our consumers on why our product is useful or why they need it. And that's where our free content comes in because that's content marketing. And finally, you should never feel bad about getting ads or sponsorships if you're making a ton of free content because getting paid helps you continue to make more free, accessible, inclusive content or provide more free value for people who maybe can't afford it. And that's really, really cool and really important. And finally, free content helps you develop that know, like, and trust factor with your audience. It helps you create a real relationship that's based on mutuality, respect, and vulnerability, seeing each other. So that's all I've got for you today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know either by sharing it on the IG or (laughs) tag us. If you're private, tag us so that we see it and that we can blow you up. Or you can just shoot us a, a text at the link in our bio. That is a community text line that we use. It goes directly to my inbox. And we occasionally send texts about when we open up new special things. So It's not like a real marketing platform, but you do talk to me. So (laughs) if you want to ask your questions there, we love to hear them. All right. That's the episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And I hope that you learned something about the differences between free and paid content. And hopefully you're inspired to make some content yourself now that you know what it can lead to and sort of what the purpose is. It's so easy to just be like, making content is such a slog. But when you see the why behind it, gosh, it's like, why wouldn't I make content? It's fun, first and foremost. And second, it leads to like me helping more people and getting paid, which are like both objectively cool things. So to help you get kickstarted on your content creation journey, I have made the most epic content creation station dashboard for you, my dude, my dudettes, my non-binary friends. And you can grab that at holisticism.com backslash content creation. Also, we're going to put it in the show notes and it's content dash creation. And this is just a little dashboard. And basically it has everything that you need inside of it to get started making content and to make like baller content, not content that sucks, not content that like just makes you want to curl up in a ball and die content that's inspired and intuitive and fun because your life should be fun. Your intuitive business should be fucking fun, dude. At least that's my opinion. So what do you get inside this content creation station? Well, you get quite a few things, my guy. You get a ton of content ideas. So I've put together all of my go-to ideas when I'm feeling writer's block or when I'm feeling like I can't write anything well and it is just garbage that's coming out of my fingertips and <laughs> typing onto the page where I get started and I have to make a lot of content. So I've got a lot of experience doing this. I also give you a bunch of evergreen content ideas. So if you're ever feeling stuck about what to make or what to write about. Of course, you want to think about the end product that you're making, but if you're like really, really feeling stuck, you can use these content ideas and they are pretty much guaranteed to get you some likes and some follows and to get people interested in what you're doing. So you're welcome. 
I also created an editorial calendar for you. This is modeled after the editorial calendar that we use at Holisticism, and it is beautiful and organized and really fun to use, and it'll make your process so much easier. Sometimes the thing that holds us back is not having structure. It's not that we don't have ideas. It's not that we're like amazingly gifted and talented. It's that we don't know how to put these ideas into actual form. So we've got an editorial calendar template for you. And then I reveal some of my like mystical tips and tricks for how I make content. So you've got an entire page full of resources on astrology, on things like planetary hours, and how to use the planetary hours to make your content, which I very strongly recommend as well as the days of the week and their planetary rulers, which can help you again, channel content more easily, as well as the moon phases. If you don't know about moon phases, welcome to the world. (laughs) But each phase of the moon has a different energy to it. And when we're synced with the moon, or we're at least cognizant of the moon, for example, there's a new moon this week. There was a new moon yesterday on Thursday. So it's a really great time to think about starting a blank like starting anew, thinking about the blank page in front of you, planting seeds, being intentional. It's also like when we can't see anything outside and it's super shadowy and it's dark. And it might be a time where we don't want to go out and create and do where we actually want to be sitting and thinking and being pensive and like finding our way through the dark. So that's just an example of how you can use the moon cycles to not just create and ideate content, but also market your content and put it out to the world. I love to time releases, either product releases or content releases with astrological events. So with new moons and full moons, I love releasing products on a quarter moon because the first quarter moon, because it's all about like momentum and energy and action. It's a really great time to launch anything out into the world. And I also like to take into consideration things that are happening, like, you know, Mercury retrograde. So I've created an astrological calendar for you. That's also inside of this content creation station. And I've created a tarot poll for creativity for creative clarity. So you can pull some tarot cards to get inspired. And then finally, I give you examples of how to use the Akashic Records to get creative and to make content. I love opening my records and channeling through my records when I'm writing. In fact, that's usually when I do my best work. So if you've read anything that you liked that I've written, it probably came from my Akashic Records. If you didn't like something I wrote, it probably just came from my own dumb brain. So this content creation station dashboard is an awesome jumping off point for anyone who wants to start making content, whether it's free content or paid content, and just doesn't quite know where to start or has felt overwhelmed in the past and has started and stopped, maybe has procrastinated on making content. And it's free. It's a really valuable tool. It's jam-packed with value and information. And I hope that you enjoy it. It's all inside of Notion. So you can just make a duplicate of it and add it to your own dashboard. So you can grab that at holisticism.com back slash content dash creation. And I can't wait to see you using it. Will you please take pictures and tag us on Instagram so I can see it in action? There's literally nothing I love more than seeing all of you using our Notion templates. It sparks such joy in me. And if you have questions, I'd love to answer them. Sort of a content... I was going to say like, I was going to say a weird word. I was going to say maven. And I was like, I would never describe my word myself as a maven. Um, And then I was going to say content slut, but like, 
that's not wrong. I mean, that's definitely not wrong. Like, I love that. I'm going to own that. I love content. I love everything about content and I love making it. And I've been making it for most of my career. I've been lucky to make this my career and it just brings me so much joy. So if I can help you also find that joy, then I'll be really, really happy. So with that, I'm going to go. I feel like I rambled on for a bit there, but hopefully you just, you feel the excitement that I feel. And again, share with us on the IG, tag us. If you tag holisticism, we'll repost your stuff. We love like hyping you up and we love seeing the way that you interact with the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening and sharing it with your friends. Truly like this is such a podcasting is so weird because it's like such a grassroots effort. There's like, you can't throw ads at things and you kind of have to just hope that people like what you're making and sharing because they do, they share it with people that they like. And it's been so amazing to see you all do that. And it really means a lot. I know that it can feel like we're in, I don't know, like we're anonymous on the internet, but we're real people on the other side of this podcast who just want to help as many people as we can. And every time you share this, even if it's to your community of 50 people on Instagram, it helps us do that and get closer to sharing this information and helping more and more people. And that's all we really want. So thanks for helping us achieve our dreams. And thanks for listening. All right. That's enough sappy stuff. I'll see you guys on the internet. Bye. (music) 